This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. just wanted to hop on here and make a quick announcement. The case that I had planned to tell you about today is on hold for the moment as I cannot continue the research due to the temporary closure of institutions as a precautionary measure due to the outbreak of COVID-19. And although some preliminary research has been completed, there is research that needs to be done on-site and cannot be done remotely. I'm still working on this behind the scenes and I hope to be able to speak to a few people. If you are one of the ones I reached out to, you'll know which case I'm speaking about. I've had a few case suggestions from different listeners, and I would love to get your input. So please hop over to the True Crime Real-Time Facebook group, the link will be in the show notes, and have your say. I'll give you a walkthrough of each suggested case. So the first one is Death in Paradise. This is the mysterious case of two American men who died on the Paradise Island of Anguilla. This case is still ongoing and involves strange behaviors, alleged lies, and deceptions, as well as multiple irregularities in how the case has been handled by the Anguillan officials. The second is the murder of Robert Wagner. Robert was a 31-year-old Cambridge resident of Southern Ontario who died of multiple stab wounds in his apartment in January of 1991. Robert had told his late brother-in-law in December of 1990 that he would be dead in three weeks but never indicated why. His case remains open and cold. Third one is the death of Jessica Estabrooks, a 20-year-old who disappeared in August of 1996. She had returned home after her shift at Burger King, changed out of her uniform, popped in a movie in the VCR, started watching it as she had a snack, and had a quick phone conversation with her fiancé who worked at Domino's Pizza. She had left the apartment for some unknown reason, wearing blue jeans, a white tank, white runners, and had her purse. She was not seen after this. Her partial remains, a skull with a lower jawbone, were found two months later, several kilometers south of the city. The partial remains were sent to forensic investigators, who confirmed that she was murdered. The police announced a prime suspect in 1997, but no charges have been laid to this date, and there have been no further developments. I've reached out to the RCMP, who have agreed to answer some questions. There will be holdbacks, as this is still an open and pending investigation. I will require a research assistant for this case due to the location. And the fourth case that I've received suggested was the murder of 20-year-old Antonio Carmine Lapello. This is a historical case. He was murdered in Toronto in 1917. Antonio was the first taxi driver murdered in the city of Toronto. At 11.45 p.m. on July 19, 1917, 
he was hired by a mysterious man and woman who were in a disguise and who were never found out or never identified at the taxi stand of King Street and Toronto Street. His body was discovered six and a half hours later at 5.15 a.m. on the 20th with 14 stab wounds all located in his back. Three different police forces worked the case, but it was never officially solved. The killer or killers sent several letters to the Globe newspaper mocking and taunting the police. This case has been sitting in the cold case pile for 93 years. I would love to get your opinion on which one you'd like to hear first, as well as any potential questions or reasons you'd like to hear these ones first. Visit our Facebook group, vote, comment, and discuss. A while back, True Crime Real Time participated in a group podcast episode. This recording is still undergoing some final editing touches, and I would and I should receive a copy of the audio shortly. This is a special episode that will cover several cases. One case was told per podcast host. This episode will feature a case from True Crime Lab, True Crime and Wine Time, Murder and More, Eat Crime Podcast, Mad or Bad, a True Crime Podcast, and yours truly. This episode will be posted as soon as it becomes available. The case that True Crime Real Time told was that of Hamilton, quote, serial killer, quote, Carl Hall, who murdered a couple on Father's Day. The next morning, a blonde toddler was found wandering the street barefoot and in a very dirty diaper. Police were alerted and the bodies of his mom, Charlisa, and her boyfriend, Pat, were found. In addition, we're also currently looking at different ways to work with the Hamilton Crime Stoppers, such as including some reenactments and or telling some more recent cases to get media attention. These would be in supplement of our regular episodes, so keep listening. Your input could be invaluable. And the last little bit of news is you will be getting another episode. That episode will be coming out within the next week or so. Uh, this one I was able to do the research or am able to do the research remotely. So I am working on that. It is another historical crime. These ones, uh, there's more information through my sources online. Whereas uh, the newer cases, even though they're cold, I have to go and do on-site research uh, through different archives. So that's the reason. But this one is something that I've been looking at for a little while. It is on the last two people executed in Canada before capital punishment was abolished. So I'm going to be showcasing um, the criminals, obviously, their victims, so the crimes that occurred that led to them being executed. So we're going to get in depth who their victims were and what happened, as well as the allegations that are put forth that the execution did not go smoothly at all. And that deeply affected the chaplain who remained with both criminals until the very end and the aftermath of that as well on our criminal system in Canada. So that's going to be next episode, as I said, probably within the next week. Uh, research has started. Obviously, haven't started scripting anything. I'm still going through um, some old newspapers that I'm able to get online. And uh, I do have a book on the subject as well that I'm reading through, which the journalist did quite a bit of information. So I'm actually, when that episode does come out after I read through all the different newspaper articles and through this gentleman's book, I'm going to post uh, a link to the publisher for it. If you're interested in getting more details with regards to the case or the cases, then this book is going to give you that information as well. And of course, the sources for the episode will be up on the 
uh, True Crime Real Time website uh, when the show notes come out. So that should be going up at the same, usually a day or two after the episode gets released. So that will be on there as well as the different uh, newspaper articles that were looked at. So that's that. And thank you guys for listening. Like I said, don't forget your homework. You need to pop over to our Facebook group, join the group, have your say, do a vote. I want to hear from you. I want to hear why. And I want to hear your questions because some of these things are actually, um, I'm going to be doing interviews on with different people. And it's really important that as listeners, you get to have a say too. And I want to make sure that when you're listening, you are getting the information that you would really want to know. And since I'm reaching out, so the two ones that um, I know I'm going to be doing interviews on, or actually there's three, I haven't set up an interview yet for uh, the murder of Robert Wagner, but if there's a listener out there who knew Robert personally, then I'd love to talk to you. Get in touch. My email is truecrimerealtimepod at gmail.com. That's T-R-U-E-C-R-I-M-E-R-E-A-L. T-I-M-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. I don't think I needed to actually spell that out for you guys, but I did anyway. So we will speak again, or you will hear my voice again in about a week's time with the case of Ronald Turpin and Arthur Lucas, who are the last two men to die of capital punishment in 1962 in Canada, in Toronto. Until next time. Thank you.